Welcome to another 10-minute takeaway with me, Dr. Nikki Ramskill, the female money doctor. I aim to pass on 10 minutes of wisdom to you about money to help you feel happy, confident, and in control. So that's enough of that. Let's get on with the episode. Hi everybody and welcome to another 10 minute takeaway and in this one I want to talk to you about your pension. Now please don't switch off, it's not going to be boring I promise. We're going to be talking about pensions with a bar top analogy and I bet you've never heard of a pension being used in that sense before. Now everybody needs to have a pension um, and a pension is basically a way that you are going to pay yourself in the future when you want to stop working. So it's it's about setting up a fund of money that enables you to be able to stop working one day. And there's no point in thinking about it at the point where you need to retire because it's too late at that point. The time to think about it is now. The earlier, the better. And even if you think you are too old to be working on your pension, then think again. You can still do loads towards it. Um, and certainly don't think that you're too young for a pension because actually the time to do it is as young as you possibly can. And in fact, you can set pensions up for children when they're born. Um, but there's a lot more than just a traditional pension, you know, that you pay into through your workplace or something like that. There's there's other things you can do, and each of them have got their own place in your your retirement planning. Um, so it's definitely worth investing a bit of time an effort to learn about these things and look at your own situation and see what's going on. So in my bar top analogy, the first drink I want to introduce you to is the tonic water. Now, tonic water is bland, boring on its own. Yes, OK, it might be more healthy, but it's it's boring, right? And this comes from the state pension. Now, the state pension is what the government pledge to give you when you hit a certain retirement age. And if you don't know what yours is, go and have a look at the government's website on checking your state pension, because it will tell you which age that you you would then be entitled to that money. My age is 68. Yours might be younger or older, depending on, on what your date of birth is. So have a look at that. Now, it's not very much. It's around 8,000 a year, so it will have changed depending on what year it is. So make sure that you, you know what, what you'd be entitled to. And I don't know anybody that will be happy on living, you know, at £8,000 a year. I mean, that's barely even a student income nowadays. So think about the sort of lifestyle you want at retirement and whether or not that lifestyle is going to be covered by £8,000 a year. And then controversially... Do you even think that the government are still going to have that fund available for when you come to retirement? Because there have been some major, major reshuffles and changes that have happened because our working population compared to our retired population is changing drastically. And as we're living old, you know, living longer lives, more healthy lives into our old age, we are becoming more and more expensive to look after. So the government are struggling with this. So I wouldn't rely on your state pension. I wouldn't just just say that the government's going to help you because that's not necessarily going to be the case. And you only have to look at the the recent WASPI campaign. So these are women who um, were born in the 50s and they were told 
um, at short notice that they wouldn't be able to get their state pension because the, their pension age had been moved by five years. Now, this has cost a lot of women a lot of heartache, frustration, pain, tears, stress. It's just it's just awful. So I don't want anyone to be in a situation where they're relying on their state pension and, and just wishing and hoping it's going to be enough because there's no guarantees in this life. So you know, it's nice if you get it, great, it's the cherry on the top, but it shouldn't be the only thing that you rely on. The next uh, drink we're going to talk about is the gin and tonic. So we've gone from our tonic water and we've now put a bit of gin in it. And that's a little bit more interesting, right? So this is now your workplace pension. So if you are employed, um, you should be automatically enrolled into a pension. And there's, you know, you won't have huge amounts of money being put towards it. Um, but your workplace will be topping it up for you. And these in, you know, in combination are going to enable you to have um, a much better retirement than just living off of a state pension. All of them are different. So you need to see what your terms and conditions are of your particular company. Um, and if you've worked in lots of different companies, you're probably going to have several different pensions in different places. So it might be worth you putting them all together in one place where you can actually manage it yourself or you know give it to someone to manage for you. Um, but you definitely need to be finding out what's involved in them before you make any movements, because some pensions have got some amazing benefits that come with them. So you wouldn't, you know, if you move them, you might lose them. So just make sure that you do that and do your homework before you make any changes whatsoever. But the workplace pension is the gin and tonic. So definitely an improvement on the on just the having the tonic water, but you can do better than that. The next drink is the PIMS. Now, the PIMS is much more interesting because there's fruit in there and there's alcohol and lemonade and it's all just yummy. Now, this could be an ISA. So this could be a stocks and shares ISA that you've decided what you're going to put into that stocks and shares ISA, which funds, ethical funds, um, you know, all sorts of things, really, um, that you can invest in. You don't actually have to um, follow you know, what your workplace tell you that you have to do, which is often the case with workplace pensions. So you've got a lot more individuality in there and a lot more flexibility. Um, you do have to do some learning. So there's no point just throwing money into a stocks and shares ISA and expecting it to work. You do need to understand what it is that you're doing. But it's a really great way of, of building out your retirement planning because it's tax free as well. So that basically means that any growth that your stocks have in the time that you keep them is also tax free. So you can take the money out and you you don't have to pay tax on it. Awesome, right? So that can go alongside the pension that you've already got in place from your 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 place of work. Um but what you've got to remember is that your investments can go up as well as down. So when it comes to investing money into stocks and shares, you need to understand that it it involves risk. But that's nothing to be scared of. It's just you need to understand it and you need to understand what you're ready for. And you also need to learn from somebody that can help you with that. And that's something that I can definitely do. And then in the next bit of my bar top analogy, I'm going to talk to you about cocktails. So cocktails will have all different flavours, all different ingredients, all different sizes, shapes, you know, amazing bits of fruit hanging off the end, bits of sugar around the rim, whatever it is that you like. And there are a variety of different options out there. So you've got the SIP, which is a self-invested personal pension. So that's where you can collect together all of your pensions in one place and put them together. 
You've also got ISAs such as the Innovative Finance ISA, where you can actually invest money in businesses. So that's like crowdfunding, that kind of thing. You can also look at the LISA, which is a lifetime ISA. Now, the lifetime ISA is something you can either use for your retirement or you can use it for um, putting towards your first house. So there are rules you know, in place for these things and you can't take the money out without incurring some kind of penalty. Um, so you do need to understand the rules around that. And I've got a great guide that can help you with these things. Um, but certainly that can fit into your retirement planning if this is something that you, you know, if you don't have any other way of, of putting money into a pension, if you don't have a workplace pension, sometimes a LISA can actually work out better for you to do it that way. So the the cocktail selection are, you know, they are vast and numerous and there are lots of different options that you can go for. Um, but certainly make sure that you do your learning and your research around that so you know which one that you're going to go for. And then finally, in my analogy, you've got the whole entire bar. So we've got, you know, the champagne and the shots and the, you know, all the, the weird and wonderful, amazing, you know, drinks of whiskey and stuff like that that no one's ever heard of before. Now, once you've got the basics of stocks and shares investing and you've got your pension set up and you know where you're going from that sense, you can then start to get creative. So you can have a look at, you know, investing in commodities like gold. You could have a look at investing in property. So you could actually go out and find property that you want to invest in, or you could use um, some specific funds that you can invest on the stock market that invest in property on your behalf. There's all sorts of things that you can do. Plus, you can also then start applying this knowledge and helping your kids out. So you can start helping them with their investments and making sure that they're sorted from a really young age. I mean, how amazing would that be to know that in 30, 40 years time, you've really set them up for a fantastic adult life. So really, retirement planning is more than just do you have a pension? It's so much more than that. There are so many other bits and pieces that you can get involved with that can help you with a really lovely cushioned retirement that gives you that future that you desire. Um, and if you want to do some more reading around this, you want to have some more information about it, I've got this and more in my amazing Pension Bar Top Retirement Planning Guide. And I will share a link with it for you. Um, but essentially, it's got everything that I've just discussed in much more detail. Um, and if you want to go and find it now, you can go to bit.ly forward slash bar top, B-A-R-T-O-P dash pension p-e-n-s-i-o-n and um yeah go and go and look at your pensions from a bar top analogy i'd love to know what you think about this so get in touch feel free to send me an email or a message on social media and uh, let's have a chat take care have fun with it bye and that's it. That's 10 minutes done. So I hope you enjoyed the episode and you gained something from it. If you have any ideas for topics or you want to make any comments, then feel free to email me info at thefemalemoneydoctor.com. Or if you really want to, which would be awesome, come and find me in my free private Facebook group on Facebook so we can um, carry on the conversation. Um, just when you're looking for the group, just type in the female money doctor and you should be able to find me. Any problems, let me know by email. Take care, have a good day.